I want you to know I've I've laughed a lot in the past, you know, parts of this episode, and you took all the joy out of my life with one phrase. <laughs> Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad. So I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I yes. lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pony Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how 2020 is the year that I begin my campaign for Jason Manzukis to join the MCU in Phase 5. <laughs> do, do it, so 5G. so specific. <laughs> give, us, give us Rafi as the Crimson Dynamo. Well, he, he's going to give us a, a David Harbour-led Winter Guard, so just do it, you coward. <laughs> I would like to raise you. I don't want him as Crimson Dynamo. I just want him as Rafi. Just put <laughs> Rafi in the MCU. Not, not the actor, just the character. I, I think I had said it before we started this recording that... Um, I just love the thought that he could be the Russian anti-Tony Stark, where, like, Tony Stark is calculated and smart and intelligent, and then we've just got loose cannon Rafi. Like, hey, I've got this suit. <laughs> like, literally literally just just Rafi, but he gets an Iron Man suit as, like, a Marvel short <laughs> before a movie. <laughs> that's that's all I want. It's like it's like the 10-minute short you see before a Pixar movie. Exactly. Just, <laughs> Ra- Ra- Rafi does a Marvel. <laughs> Um, for those of you that don't understand what we're talking about, Rafi is from the league, and if you know that, then that's all you need to know. <laughs> if, and if you, you know, know Jason Manzukas from anything, it's just the most like yeah. the yeah. most R-rated version of Jason Manzukas out there. Yeah. So. Well, he's also one third of the voices in Big Mouth, so that's true. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's in a lot. He shows up in a lot of places. Yeah, but only ever as Jason Manzukas. He plays no characters. He is just Jason Manzukis. Well, now that we've got that weird energy out of our systems, um, my dudes, we currently find ourselves neck deep in holiday spirit. Yeah, it's Christmas. Is that that high proof cheap alcohol that you can find around Christmas time? <laughs> oh, I, I wish. Well, each year all around the world, people gather to show their appreciation of one another by spending time together and they make new memories. And they engage in corporate consumerism by buying gifts for others they didn't need or ask for. Hooray for capitalism. (laughs) Whoa. We did it. Well, if you remember, last year when we wrapped up season one of episode 20 of Debate This, and in that episode, three of us gifted Andrew some wonderful gifts of timeless gaming peripherals. (laughs) They all ended up in the trash. (laughs) Well, if you remember, namely a helmet that you yell into, a life, a life vest that vibrates, and a controller with a full QWERTY keyboard built into it. Actually, I would like to amend my previous statement. I took the helmet that you yell into with work to work with me. <laughs> it's how Andrew sends emails now. Yeah, that's it. That's how I do all of my teleconferencing. Man, I forgot how bad that QWERTY keyboard was. I was explaining that to my wife too, and she's like, "Why? 
Like, who asked for that? It's still my favorite visual of any controller I've ever seen. Like, when someone told me, hey, there's a GameCube controller with a QWERTY keyboard in the middle, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And, man, that is the best Google image search ever. It's like a bad mock-up, except it's not a mock-up and a real product <laughs> that was sold and bought by people. <laughs> someone someone was like, oh, they all the, oh they made a they made a, a, a example. Oh no. <laughs> Guys, I thought we were gonna design this. <laughs> and it was made like exclusively for Fantasy Star Online. Yep. Like, yep. tell me you find me five human beings in real life that have ever played that online. That played well, four Fantasy of them Star were Online Todd. <laughs> on, yeah. on yeah. a console that needed a controller with a keyboard as opposed yeah. to a PC. <laughs> Where the game belonged. That not only needed a controller with a keyboard, but also a special adaptation to the console <laughs> to make it internet yeah. adaptable. Yep. Yeah. It, it was a lot of it was a lot of steps for not a lot of payback. Well, anyway, uh, this year to show their deepest appreciation to me as their collective best friend, I've invited Andrew Krampus Henderson. Kyle Belsch Nickel Harper and Matt Gryla and the Yule Lads Cole to cover me with their love by gifting me their best gimmick controller or third party peripheral. You, do you have questions about who I gave you? Today? I'm so happy I got what is clearly the best one. No, no, I just want to let you guys know that um, Gryla and the Yule Lads will be putting out our first ever ska Christmas album on uh, December 25th. I was going to say that was my favorite children's cartoon that is also a group. <laughs> um, if you're curious about who some of the Yule Lads are, they are 13 mischievous characters with names like <laughs> Door Slammer and Sausage Swiper. So, oh, no. You know, I did literally know one for every member of Real Big Fish. <laughs> Wait, why do, I know, why do I know about the Yule Lads? Where is that? What was that in? Uh, I mean, it could literally be a ska band. Actually, it's, it's actually the, uh, oh, what was the, um, what was the band that did Push Push Lady Lightning? Oh, uh, that's Ben Camaro. Yeah, that's actually the, the different name for Ben Camaro. All those men yelling in the microphone at a distance. Well, Todd, great deep cut. Push Push Lady Lightning, the second single off the album Ben Camaro by the band Ben Camaro. The first single of which was called Ben Camaro. It's only because it was in Guitar Hero. That's the only reason he knows it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, anyway, unlike two of you, I wasn't raised as an only child. I always had to fight to get the, quote, best controller. You know, thankfully, my parents were divorced, so they competed for my love by buying me better thankfully. gifts and outdoing one another. <laughs> oh, Todd, were you were you the youngest? Yeah, man, Ooh. I was. I was the baby. That's a rough life. Let me tell you, getting first pick of the good controllers is uh, definitely a perk to being the oldest. I mean, we can scrap the prepared questions and just get into my scarred family history if that's the energy we want for this Christmas. Oh, I I plan to get into my scarred family history with the questions, so let's <laughs> oh, well, let's just dive in. Well, I'm gonna segue from that then, because 2019 has been a rough year, and the only thing that will bring me joy is opening up my secular holiday gifts from underneath my seasonal coniferous tree. So tell me what <laughs> <laughs> what is what is ex what it is exactly that I see as I open up my religiously ambiguous celebration packages this morning. Do you want, I'll start. Yeah, why don't you start? <laughs> hey, I'll start. Hey, hey, Todd, happy non-denominational holiday to you. Hey, thanks, to man. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we don't, we don't like to make a big scene out of it. I, I hope you enjoy your time off with the people with whom you've chosen to spend that said time <laughs> off with. <laughs> it's the reason for a season. <laughs> um, well, I think we're going to argue about a lot of things today. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. But I think we can certainly all agree that 2019 
was yet another dumpster fire of a year. In a long so, hey. string of dumpster fire years. <laughs> here's, here's to you, 2019. Real quick, I saw a tweet today that was like, at the end of 2018, I said, bring it on 2019. <laughs> and when it comes to 2020, oh. hey, like, let's just take it easy. <laughs> yeah, just, can we just can we just not do this one? Can we just like can I can I play the can I play the pass card on 2020? So since 2019 was yet another dumpster fire of a year, I thought we could do what the internet does best and hide hide from the big scary present, not like a present gift, but like the present time, um, under the safe blanket of nostalgia that is the mid 2000s. Oh, let's do it. Sim- simpler times. There is no blanket I'd rather hide under. Absolutely. Let's let's take a walk. The year is 2005. The Office debuted on NBC while the world was mourning the loss of friends and celebrating the eternal love of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. All three of those things happened in 2005. That aged well. It sure did. Um, But more importantly, 2005 was the year of Resident Evil 4, a game that so perfectly encapsulates the blind optimism of the (laughs) mid-aughts. Just like just like Facebook or the, or the 2008 for presidential election, we thought this was it. This is the thing that's going to save us all. I thought we weren't supposed to be sad. We no, were, we're not. not to be we're sad. not. We're in, we're in nostalgia world. Resident Evil 4 would revolutionize the way that we play video games, and it was going to do it all as a GameCube exclusive. It was going to save GameCube. It was going to save gaming as we knew it. How is it going to save GameCube when the QWERTY keyboard was sent to us by God above? <laughs> if even that couldn't save the GameCube. Well, as we all know, that ultimately could not save the GameCube. And uh, none of these things actually did happen. Uh, we weren't saved. We were, we were taken. We were, we were pulled further into the dredges of hell. Um, RE4 was soon after that released on the PS2 so that they could actually make some money. And uh, despite it being a phenomenal game, which, like, I love RE4, um, the only legacy that RE4 really left us was QuickTime events. And then, a, <laughs> and, and yes, the very first QuickTime, or what started QuickTime events, and a slurry of poorly repeated sequels that nearly killed the franchise until RE7. So let's forget about all that sadness. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> let's, let's funnel that focus, away. Focus on the best part of Resident Evil 4, which is, of course, the gratuitous violence. Yeah. Of course. That, that, that and the fake Spanish, but we'll, we'll stick with the gratuitous <laughs> no, gratuitous violence. violence is good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, specifically, do you guys remember that one enemy with the potato sack for a head who would, who would come behind you and be like, where dumb, where dumb, where dumb? <laughs> and just like, and then you just heard the rev up and then you were dead. Pretty much. And then you just see, yeah. you just see Leon go. Ah! It sounds <laughs> right. And I'm inclined yep. to say yes, because you're so confident. I didn't, I didn't look at how that captured on my, my recording, but oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> so, and then the guy would pop up, potato sack guy would pop up behind you and, and you would just be dead in one hit. Um, well, what if you take that experience and just like package it as a controller? <laughs> Is so, it yelling, yelling included? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yes. Um, and it's, but, but instead of like a potato, potato sack guy controlling you, it's you controlling the chainsaw, but you're actually firing a gun in the actual game that's motion controlled by the chainsaw that you don't actually get in the game. Oh, oh, wait! But what? the the chainsaw <laughs> makes noise. It makes noise. It makes noise in, in game or in like the con- the controller itself. 
makes noise? My answer to that question is yes. Oh, <laughs> oh why? How would you like, Todd, I, for Christmas, I've gifted you a fully immersive chainsaw controller. I don't. You're welcome. Uh, I don't. Oh, man, I didn't. I don't think I said thank you, but I also blacked out for a second. So I might have <laughs> said thank you. I need to. I need to conflict with you right now and say there's nothing fully immersive about this chainsaw. And I say that because I remember in like 2006 being at GameStop and seeing this thing up on the wall and being like, holy shit, that's so cool. I really want it. And asking the guy at GameStop, so like, what does it do? Like, does the chainsaw turn on? Like, what, what does it do? He's like, it's just a controller. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, but like, it's a chainsaw. So like, does it spin? Does it rev? Like, what does it do? He's like, nothing. It's a controller. No, it does. It does stuff. It's just not functional, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I I have to ask Andrew, you so this controller that you that I'm I'm I've unwrapped it. I'm opening it. I'm holding it. Um, I'm. You look really, very happy. I thank well, you for your smiles. Do, what, do I? Everyone, everyone's I everyone's clapping. You can't hear it, but everyone's clapping. <laughs> um, I have Please a question, clap. and that is. That is, I'm looking forward to the chainsaw-related portions of this game, and how does that function with this? Because I feel like you said, I don't actually get a chainsaw? Next question, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, that's, that's fine. Well, Kyle, Kyle's also here, and he's handing me a box to unwrap right now, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm discarding what you've given me. I'll hold it for a minute. That's fine. Oh, thanks. All right, Todd, I'm also going to uh, give you the gift of nostalgia this year. Um, oh, so I didn't put this on my list, guys, but OK, it's what it's what you're getting. Um, so it's it's Christmas 2009. You played a lot of Guitar Hero and Rock Band in high school, but um, you've now been away at college for a semester and the fad has mostly moved on. But your very enthusiastic mother, who always goes all in on Christmas, searched high and low for the perfect gift for you this year and got you. And spent a lot of money on the Beatles Rock Band limited edition with a guitar controller modeled after Paul McCartney's Hoffner classic Hoffner bass. I remember these. <laughs> wait, so wait, is this in this example? Did Todd's mom give him this, or are you giving him this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically remember when like Rock Band and Guitar Hero started getting on the trend of artist inspired like game specific things and i just i yeah. don't think i ever saw anyone with any of these things so this is this is pretty rare kyle this is rare indeed so remember how i <laughs> remember how i t said you were really into rock band and guitar hero in high school so you've yeah. already got two other um plastic <laughs> guitar controllers uh taking up space in your game room um a full fake plastic drum set and a microphone that you're pretty sure doesn't even work anymore and and you've been given this very expensive limited edition controller um, for Christmas. But you've been away to college and homesick, so you try really hard to be appreciative of this gift from your mom, who worked really hard to make your Christmas special. <laughs> but the disappointment definitely leaks across your face, like the ungrateful twerp you are, <laughs> and your mom cries. You return the guitar next day for GameStop. <laughs> and how much, how much did you, I mean, Todd, get in GameStop credit, Kyle? I think like 80 some dollars. 
was pretty good for GameStop, <laughs> for GameStop credit. It was. It was. It was a, like straight up return, not a yeah, yeah, not a like buyback. I like how in this somehow we we're living in parallel dimensions where somehow I've returned the gift to GameStop for credit, but I'm also <laughs> holding it because you gave it to me as a gift just now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll admit to not fully uh, reading the question and picking a <laughs> picking a story, going for the story first. I thought you really just—I thought you uh, you just like me were overcome with you know uh, with the sensation of what what the holidays brings back and family memories and just yes. it all came flooding out. I I this is the story I told you as I handed you this uh, <laughs> this gift, Todd. That's what ah. that's the story here. It it sounds like this gift. This, meant, means this gift a, means meant a lot to me, and now I hope it means just as much to you. I feel like you said the words it mean it meant a lot to you, but per your story, I don't know if it actually meant a lot to you. But I well, uh, I'm just yes. gonna set this. I'm gonna set this aside. Um, Matt, what did, what did you bring me for my non-religiously themed holiday? gathering that we're having in my living room uh todd i i have a couple of of good things and i want to tell you those first uh thing one oh, okay good th this is like a normal sized controller so it's not going to take up a ton of extra space it doesn't come with like a playmobile stand like the chainsaw does whoa okay mr show off you gotta come in with your normal ass controller and you don't have to cool. mount it on the wall like the paul mccartney hoffner base um but todd i have a question for you when you play video games and and you get to like move around as the character, do you prefer to use the D-pad or the joysticks? Um I guess I guess probably the joystick. Yeah, the D-pad, right? Excellent. The D-pad. <laughs> <laughs> that's wait. Sorry. But that will We'll cut that. Uh, I like to use the, I think the D-pad exclusively. Perfect. Yeah, the D-pad. So, like, let me ask you then this. <laughs> Todd, when you play racing games, you you definitely <laughs> don't like to use the controller, right? Like, you would prefer to use, like, a steering wheel? Oh, absolutely. There's the only way to get the real feel of a thorough racing game is is a steering wheel. Yeah, so every well wait, wait, hold on. Everybody knows the right way to play a racing game is with cardinal directions only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, using a D-pad exclusively. No, it's definitely definitely a steering wheel. Right. Everybody hates steering wheels. Nobody wants a steering wheel. You definitely like to use the controller better. Oh, wait. Todd, <laughs> what if what if you could use a controller? that had a steering wheel attached to it, and you could play racing games with it. I'd call you a liar. That technology doesn't exist in 2019. <laughs> most, <laughs> most steering wheel peripherals for games do have a little controller that you can use to navigate menus and stuff. That's clearly yeah. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, Kyle, you're exactly right. A, a normal-sized controller with a little <laughs> steering wheel on it. Right? That's perfect. It's, it's exactly what everybody wants. A, a normal-sized controller that doesn't have any joysticks and has a three-inch <laughs> diameter steering wheel in the middle of it. That's exactly how everyone wants to play games, right? With like a thumb, a thumb socket in it. Yeah. <laughs> thumb yeah. yeah. Like, like if I could play every game with the iPod scroll wheel, is that how, <laughs> how can I do that? Perfect. I'm so glad you're all so excited about the Namco JogCon. <laughs> The name sounds like they gave up. No, that's what that sounds. Like. The name is named after uh, a jogging a dial, like those found on some VCRs. That's what uh, computerhistory.org.uk tells me. 
Um, anyway, the Namco JogCon, a little blast of nostalgia, released in 1998. It was actually the first force feedback steering wheel available on PlayStation. So this was the first steering wheel peripheral peripheral that actually made it like you were peripheral. Peripheral. Yeah, it's peripheral. This was the first PlayStation steering wheel peripheral that would make it feel like you were driving a car. It like pushed against your thumbs on the little three inch steering wheel. And it, it shook when you would have accidents Unless, of course, you turned that off and uh, used it in Nijikon mode for all of the other games because it could only give you force feedback for four games. But that's not the point. The point <laughs> is that most of the time, sometimes if you're playing one of those four games, it gives you force feedback. And that's cool on a three inch diameter steering wheel in the middle of your controller <laughs> with no joysticks. Um, D-pad is the best. JogCon 2019. <laughs> I just I I need to say that I didn't open the link you posted until yeah, you started talking. Me neither. And like, oh my god, it's so <laughs> terrible. It looks like fucking garbage. <laughs> this brings this brings the same energy as the QWERTY keyboard in that they talked about it for like two hours on a Friday before they shut down the office. They're like, hey, we got to get the order in like before the weekend hits. Mini, how do we get a steering wheel on the controller? One guy's like, just put a three inch one in there. It's right there. It's fine. And they're like, all right. It looks like a McDonald's toy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the best way that I can describe this. That's the quality. You can see the quality in the picture and it looks like a free toy McDonald's gives you to shut your kid up when you go to McDonald's. It's it's absolute dark shit. I just imagine somebody in the PlayStation office like, all right, R4 Ridge Racer Type 4 is going to be the biggest game of the year. How can we make it with that name? How many wait? How many fours do they need to put in there? The 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 kicker is it wasn't. This was all Namco, a a, a company yeah. that's famously been yeah. flailing since about 1980, yeah. 1990. So somebody somebody was like, "All right, this is the biggest thing. This is going to be the biggest thing. How can we make the best controller in gaming?" And someone said, "Well, I really like it when you go to the arcade and you get to use like a steering wheel." Um, I'm also a big fan of the N64. Can we put a steering wheel on the N64 controller? Yes, but the only way we do it is we get rid of the joystick. Great. Print it. And that is the Namco JogCon. You know what's funny, Kyle? This is actually like Nam- a, little, a little bit of a side tangent. This is like Namco in their prime. Because if you remember, <laughs> like Namco, because Namco made Tekken. Tekken was fucking killing it. Oh, that's yeah. right. In arcades. Tekken was everywhere. That's and right. And then, like, the PS1 era. And Ridge Racer was a huge for series yeah. for a while. Yeah. It wasn't even... Yeah. It wasn't when Nam... I, I take it back. Well... Yeah. But despite all of that... <laughs> they made this awful like controller. Trash. Yeah. So, for for a little context here, Matt, because I was wondering when the DualShock controller came mm-hmm. out, this might have came out before PlayStation controllers had joysticks. Because the DualShock wasn't released in America until 1998. That's interesting. Well, imagine putting together this piece of trash and then the DualShock, <laughs> one of like the most revolutionary controllers to ever oh, yeah. drop, comes out yeah. like two months later. Oh, so here is something interesting. Um, I am reading that the JogCon was released in America in 98 as well. So I think that this probably came out right around the same time as the DualShock. 
It was that they were definitely in development at the same yeah. time. Which again, imagine you spent all this R and D to make a, a a new controller for your hit racing game just to have Sony release the the better version of it uh, at the, the like, same flagship time. <laughs> model controller. Yeah, I, I I can't look at JogCon like the word <laughs> JogCon yeah, without thinking good. that it's just like it's definitely a playoff Joy-Con, but like it's less <laughs> joyful. <laughs> like, <laughs> It, it makes, yeah, it's no good. Yeah, and, and like I said, according to computinghistory.org.uk, um, the its name was derived from the action of jogging a dial like those found on some VCRs. And I do not know what that means, but I remember having an old VCR with that same kind of, like, wheel on the front of it. Yeah, if I remember right, I think it was for tracking. It's probably, like, yeah. a specific thing where for, like... A di- where it's a digital knob yeah, or something when as your, opposed to um, an analog, analog video editors had them. Yeah. yeah. You remember it OC did you ever do like WOCC Matt? Yeah. This is really narrow casting. <laughs> yeah, we that that analog video editor that um that they had at the station had that. And that's how you would go through like frame by frame in the old yep. Yeah, well there you go. That's what the jog con is named after. Uh and it <laughs> is it is an absolute crime against God. But Merry Christmas, Todd. <laughs> or excuse me, happy holidays that are non-denominational. You've got one now. Just the the thought that like they saw it on a VCR, like, no, we need that. <laughs> like that's, that's, that, that's that is great. our solution to driving games with a D-pad is that. Well, and the kicker for me is that it's so small on that controller that I know it's probably designed for you to like have both thumbs on it or a thumb on it. Right. But I can't imagine you're not like pinching it, like you're yeah. picking up like a bagel bite, and you're you're just yeah. like moving it. Like yeah, yeah. That's what like I have this image of you having to like put the controller down on the floor on a flat surface and like like a claw grip, but like but like yeah. Like kind of like pinching, yeah, like twisting, like you're like you're undoing a screw or something. Because there's no way, there's no way this works as intended, where you no use no, one thumb to steer and one thumb to like hit the other buttons. It's like you're trying to you're trying to do like a combination on a combination lock. Like that's what you're doing yeah. to this thing while you're trying to drive, <laughs> like, and it's three like... <laughs> to the right, two to the left, one to the right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I don't remember asking for any of this. Uh, but if you You're all, welcome. if you all say these are these are really really good controllers, um, I'll believe you. Uh, so you know, hey, just tell me real quick, um, what what made you pick this? Like, why? What what out of your holiday 2019 gift buying by gift buying guide? What uh what made this stick out? Hey Todd, uh, before we get in there, let me uh, do. Would you like one of my famous December 24th cookies? Ooh ooh, December 24th cookies. <laughs> Yeah, help yourself to a non-denominational winter cookie, my friend. Oh man, is it is it is it Krampus or is it Popo Gijo? Is that a Santa Claus reference? That's a Santa Claus reference. That's that is a Santa Claus reference. Uh, It tastes like the season. Um, So while you're while you're while you're distracted by cookies, um, non-denominational cookies, let me just let's just kind of glaze over the fact that uh, speaking of a chainsaw, uh, a chainsaw is of course just a simple tool that you can, you yourself can just buy and have in the real world. Like you can just have it. Yeah. Just go to a hardware store and buy a chainsaw. Oh yeah. But this one, this one is fully immersive. (laughs) (laughs) That that phrase has gotten so much traction here. Now, instead of just like, so for example, this is a chainsaw. It's a chainsaw. It's shaped like a chainsaw. It works like a chainsaw. 
you can't cut with it, obviously. We, you know, you can't, you can't, <laughs> what do you but, think of this but, crazy yeah, town? But like all the other things that you could do with a chainsaw that aren't any of the functional mechanics of a Heinrich chainsaw, you could certainly do. Hey, list me four or five other things you can do that are functional mechanics of a chainsaw. Yep. So I got one. So, <laughs> so you know how like every controller has a start button? Yeah, just like you every chainsaw like a, does. Yeah. So, so instead of well, <laughs> instead you, of a start how do you button, start a, how do you start a chainsaw, Todd? Here we go. Yeah, I'm. I'm you, I'll instead let of Andrew a start button, it. there's there's a you rev it up. You it's rev a, it like a rip cord. You pull up. You pull a rip cord, and and it actually goes. <laughs> and. Uh, and that's every time you that's what you do when you press. So like you can, it's really cool because you can like you press you you pull the rip cord, you rev it up to start your game, or you rev it up to pause, or you rev it up to <laughs> check your inventory. <laughs> you know, pretty much every time. And and don't worry because you're always gonna hear every time you uh you pull that pull that old I rip was, cord. I was worried, so I'm glad that you told me not to worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely won't interfere with your game at all because you also because again you're playing a horror game and you're waiting for sound cues and if you hear a chainsaw <laughs> that means that you're gonna get you're gonna get dead but don't worry this will not interfere with your game. Um, function two. Um, hey guys, remember motion controls? <laughs> how they were in their prime in whatever year this was. Re- remember how 2005 we were really good at motion controls, like really good. <laughs> we were we were so horny for motion controls in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> the world just couldn't get enough goddamn motion control. Well, Todd, uh, you're gonna get to relive. You yourself, my friend, are gonna get to relive those glory days with the RE4 chainsaw. Uh, so, like, okay, you remember? You remember how to play Res? You played Resident Evil Four, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So, up. did you guys play Kyle yeah, I never did. No. If you, you, all you need to know is is a Resident Evil game, but like you were yeah. outside and maybe in Spain. Mexico, South America. Yeah, it, was, it was Spain adjacent. <laughs> yeah, like it, I don't know if they gave it actual yeah. location, it was, but yeah, it was like non-fictional city in not Spain, but it's clearly exactly. Spain. It was it was, yeah. it was Springfield, España. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's so over the over the shoulder third-person shooter. This kind of like made that genre. So like Gears of War was kind of based on you know those kind of games, right? So you're walking forward. You now this is like before the does the Contro- that controller mechanic was really perfection. Perfected, <laughs> no, me. perfection. Uh, <laughs> perfectioned. It was, it was made of perfection. Um, you had to like stop and aim because like, again, it's a Resident Evil game. So it's trying to make you, you know, kind of like futz with the controls. So you had to, you press a button to aim and then you could, sh- you could only shoot while you're aiming. Um, so instead of like pressing the button to aim, you just move the chainsaw. You just lift it, you know, like you're lifting a chainsaw. You go... And then Good. you yeah. have to aim you lift it with up. motion controls or with no, the, no, no, you just like lift the chainsaw and then that puts you into aiming mode and then you can just fire with the chainsaw with the triggers uh, on the chainsaw. Oh no. So you're just like, you just lift the chainsaw, <laughs> but, but like granted when you lift the chainsaw, you're twisting the controller. So you're just kind of facing the controller down <laughs> so that you can play. <laughs> the mental image is way better. If you think like, cause I was on the same page as Kyle when you said lift the chainsaw, I was thinking you yeah. had to like lift it up. <laughs> Like, no. like you're holding a gun, <laughs> that would be but that would be now it's a chainsaw. No, that would make sense. So, like, okay, so let me draw you. <laughs> you guys, I don't know the people list, like everyone is listening. You don't have the mental picture. So imagine like a PlayStation controller, but just like a chainsaw kind of sticking out to the left, <laughs> like a big old chainsaw blade. Yeah, it's gonna be the image. Don't worry. 
Yeah, you lift the chainsaw blade, which is just turning the controller like uh, 90 degrees to the right. And then you can, then you're aiming. Then, then you, you can shoot. shoot your gun. Wait, okay. Yeah, you shoot your gun. Not shoot your chainsaw, shoot your gun. Because you can't get a chainsaw in the game. <laughs> because there, I, I cannot state this clearly enough. You do not have a chainsaw in Resident Evil 4. <laughs> but you only fire guns. So you lift your chainsaw to fire your gun or to aim your gun and then click the trigger to fire okay. your gun. You know, like a trigger and a gun. So seri serious yes, logistic Matt, question. question. Um, when you were playing Resident Evil 4 with the chainsaw controller, what direction <laughs> is the chainsaw pointing? Like, does, do you point? So it's like, uh, it's like hand, hand, and then like chainsaw. Yep. So, okay. So if you're holding, an, you're holding the controller. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? The, the way that the controller is oriented is it's, it, it is designed to look like a chainsaw if you were holding a chainsaw with the blade going to the left. Okay. Like to the left, like the left diagonal, like a little bit. The, the left diagonal a little bit, like on... Your left, yep. Yep, so like my left up and left or just straight out and left? Up and... Your left, up and left. Your left, like up and left. Corner. Okay, so that yep. like when... And then, and then you, so when you, you flip it up... You hold it ergonomically it like a chainsaw. Okay. Yep. But there's buttons there, that buttons and a joystick you use. Yeah. yeah. And then you like would lift it up like somewhat like someone about to cut with the chainsaw would. Sure. Yeah, like, to like you're about to trim a hedge that's about your sight, your height. Right. You're going to lift it up. Like you're going to come down like a, like a vertical, like a vertical slice. But you're not going to complete that vertical slice because you're not actually cutting anything because you're firing a fucking gun. <laughs> wow. Well, then. <laughs> because, again, this is a controller for a game where you do not actually wield a chainsaw. Correct. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through photos. I because I, I don't I don't believe you. I don't believe <laughs> like we're we're 20 minutes into this episode and I do not believe you. And currently I am just just frantically Google searching for Resident Evil 4 chainsaw and all the there, there's a chainsaw guy. There's a bad guy with a chainsaw who's he's a very bad thing. I put a picture. We'll put a picture in the show notes. I put a picture in our Google Doc. Did you yeah, see that? I, I'm not because I'm just too deep in this. Well, I mean, I see the I see the controller. Oh, I see. I understand the controller. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I'm I'm he, I'm in with the controller. I'm just I have not believed you for the past 20 minutes that it's not in the game. And I've spent there's the last the five game. just searching and there's no picture of the there's no like, there's character no chainsaw weapon. Yeah. They they were gonna have one, but they never implemented it. So the thought exercise I've been working on with this controller is imagine. You've got you, you've got four people, and you all want to play Super Smash Bros. Yep, and <laughs> yeah. you are the unfortunate soul that gets the <laughs> chainsaw because that's the fourth controller in the house. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Or my other thought exercises: Imagine the you're the guy, and like you bought a GameCube and the limited edition version of this Resident Evil 4 that came with the chainsaw and nothing else. So this chainsaw is your only GameCube controller. Oh, God. Oh, you have to play every game on the GameCube with this chainsaw, chainsaw controller that revs every time you need to pause. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like that's like inventory. a version. That's like a version of purgatory, right? Yeah. It's not like bad. That's not a punishment. It's just a very medium way to like live the rest of eternity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like 
cool, like, I'm going to just play Resident Evil 4 for the rest of my afterlife. Okay, that's cool. Resident Evil 4 is pretty rad. But I have to play it with this chainsaw controller, and I have to use the motion controls. Uh, like, it's a very medium experience. I don't know. Um, so let's talk about the coolest and most immersive part of this fully immersive chainsaw. Oh, we haven't talked about that. I thought you said we were yet. done. It's, it's, it's the... You guys, you guys all see the picture in the Google Doc. It's the custom blood spatter that decorates the chainsaw. <laughs> because, you know, like everybody that has a chainsaw, it's decorated in dried blood spatter. Right? I, I really want... I want... <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. Can we confirm that it was... Because it was 2005, so game companies were doing bullshit like this, where like... <laughs> It was a selling point that every limited edition controller probably had unique blood splatter on it. So no yeah. two <laughs> controllers were the same. Um, yep. Was that was that what you were getting at? It is. A, I was going to say that the blood spatter that covers the fake metallic portion is completely new, unique, which means no two chainsaw controllers are exactly alike. Oh, I hate it. Which to know that you would have to see two of these in the wild together. <laughs> And yep. not you, a single person who's ever owned one has seen a second. You had to compare yeah. chainsaws with your buddy. Like, your mom yeah. walks in the basement to find you and your friend standing side by side comparing chainsaws. Well, you wouldn't be bending that way if you weren't trying to aim your gun. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine YouTube gaming reviews when when this came out? Because YouTube wasn't a thing yet in 2005. Yeah, right. Could you imagine mm -hmm. the, the gaming channel that had to review, posit, like had to positively review this because... Because they were on, Nam or, yeah, they were on the RE4 Because they got it payroll. sent for free. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what's funny is all the, I watched like four reviews and, and despite all of these like weird functional quirks, none of the reviews were bad. But but the thing is like YouTube YouTube well here's here's why because YouTube reviewers are collectors. That's yeah. true. This is like oh, yeah. this is like an awesome is this is this does this look cool? Sure. It's an awesome collector's edition piece. It's like 150 bucks. Like the people that are going to shell 150 bucks for a collector's edition are going to are going to love gonna it. Use yeah. it to play. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this has been cool that you've yelled all of this at me while I'm holding your chainsaw. I, you're, I'll take it back now. You're 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 sweating, and the, the sweat is falling on me while you're Hold yelling. On. Let I me just... let me unpause my game real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just gonna hand it back. Um, I I guess Kyle, I kind of have the same question. Um, what you know, like what made what made you select this this abomination that, that you, I didn't need this? Third Todd, you're guitar. gonna make Kyle cry again. Well, Todd, you you like the Beatles, right? Who doesn't? I mean, besides Matt, who doesn't like the Beatles? That's true. Matt's the only human being I think that doesn't <laughs> like true. the Beatles. And yeah. and you like rock band? Remember all, all that rock band we played in two thousand nine? At yeah, yeah, remember rock band? Yeah, I I I w went so far to buy the symbol attachments that went on rock band. <laughs> oh. oh, Todd. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that. That's perfect then, because here's this very expensive limited edition Beatles guitar for you to play rock band with. Isn't it perfect? Oh, it's it, Kyle. It's very nice. Aren't you um, so happy that I got this for you? I, Kyle, I, my. Now you can play rock it... band all the time with your limited edition <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney bass rock band guitar. Kyle, Kyle, now, now, question. Right. So, like, this all it's this it's a good bit and everything, but like. The more 
realistically speaking, like the, you're putting more money into it, right? Like guitar is an instrument, right? The more like the more that you invest in a guitar, <laughs> the better it plays. The, the better it plays. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. So how, I mean, so how better does this play? <laughs> give me a scale from from one to ten on betterness. Andrew, I'm yeah. glad you asked. It plays exactly the same as every other oh, Guitar man. Hero guitar you've ever <laughs> oh, used. No. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Um, you're gonna be f- you're gonna be frustrated with the the calibration and lag until you set it up yourself, and even then you're gonna oh. wonder if you did it right. It's like you know, it cost an extra eighty bucks than a normal Guitar Hero guitar did. So like, you're gonna you're not gonna want to rock out with it because. Because it's a little more expensive, even, and it it's it looks in their defense, it does look exactly like Paul McCartney's bass. If Paul McCartney's bass was a plastic uh, rock band controller, <laughs> so and and again, oh boy, you love the Beatles, so like it's it's perfect. Kyle, I want you to know, I've <laughs> I've laughed a lot in the past, you know, parts of this episode, and you took all the joy out of my life with one phrase, and that was. Getting the guitar synced back up because that brought back that brought back so many terrible memories of resyncing Guitar Hero controllers. Yep. Yep. My God. Especially because everyone believed that their yep. home. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm I'm triggered on this holiday season. You got him. Oh that man. Everyone believed their their console was the one that was set up right. Yeah. And everyone oh. else's was wrong. <laughs> so trying to get it so- to the settings you prefer was a nightmare. Man, this is a special kind of terrible that I forgot. Like, I've blocked yeah. this out of my mind. And now I'm remembering this very specific complaint I had about a very specific game a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. Man, do you guys remember when that was the worst thing that was happening <laughs> in the world? Ouch. <laughs> 2009 was a different yeah. time. It was where every every party began with about twenty minutes of um sync of finding enough guitars, yeah, yeah. arguing who was gonna be stuck playing drums, and um, and syncing and calibrating uh, all the instruments. Yeah. Because someone's someone's girlfriend, always someone's girlfriend, was destined to play the bass line. <laughs> there it is. So, do you guys think like I think you could like sum up two thousand ten in one image? And it is that of a landfill with a with a million rock band drums just piled <laughs> there, in. There is definitely there is definitely a layer of rock band instruments in in like um, garbage garbage heaps across America, and like historians yeah. are gonna wonder what the <laughs> hell we went through from 2007 right. to 2010. Right, because that plastic's not going anywhere. Nope. It's part of us. I mean, now. I would like to I would like to fill you in on my part of 2009, which was. The reality that I was in a rock band band, and we would would travel from tournament to tournament (laughs) playing as a rock band band at the local malls around Western Pennsylvania. Oh, man. So you did like you did what amounts to competitive karaoke. I went on (laughs) tour with my rock band band around Western Pennsylvania. Man, what was your rock band band's name? Ancient Greta, Greta in the thirteen, whatever they were. Oh yeah, Gryla and the Yule. Gryla and the Yule lads. No, it was it was H and D, which stood for Hump 'em and Dump 'em. We were definitely all virgins in ninth grade. 
mad. Yeah, you were. That's some 14 year we old were, bullshit. We were right fat, there. sweaty virgins in ninth grade. <laughs> that's the most 2009 thing I've heard in my life. Kyle, I'm now just angry at the gift you've given me. Um, my rage <laughs> is palpable. Um, Matt, what did Matt, you play? Uh, no. Bass. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even. Holy shit! <laughs> you weren't even the main line no. in your Guitar Hero bar, a rock band band. No, because this one kid named D was better than me. I his his name was right. just the letter D, um, and he was the best Guitar Hero player in my high school um, because he had that the least side friends. of the Mississippi. I know, I know, you're all, you're all gonna relate to this too. So the guy who played guitar was like the best at Guitar Hero. Right. And then there was there was bass, which was like anyone. Um, <laughs> it was the filler spot. The filler spot. The guy who played the person on drums had the most like legitimate talent because drums actually yeah. require like stuff's going on. We're definitely the artist for sure. And then the and then the singer was the the person with the most ego who yeah. thought they could. Sing. Well, okay. Can I can I counter that point? I think there are two types of singers. There's the one who legitimately sings it, who's just the, the the drunkest person at the party, and the person who figured out how to sing and just goes, yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> because that's the only way you could do it. You were either singing for, for your team to get or, the points, or, or you were singing yourself. for your soul. Like, you yeah. needed that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, I need to know why you got me this controller, because I can't talk about what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Man, Todd, let me tell you, here in 2019... Although we are all adults and, and although we are all members of this gaming podcast, we can't be too loud about the fact that we ourselves are gamers. We have to make sure that we keep our gamerisms contained, uh, especially at our homes, because, you know, we all have social well, Gamers lives. are such a persecuted class. <laughs> Um, ignore, that. Ignoring that and moving on. Um, we all have social lives and people come into our homes. We are, we are all in long-term relationships. Todd, you're married. You can't have your gamers spilling all over your, your wife's nicely organized and decorated house. So let me, She'll leave. Let me tell true. you, Todd, I want you to be able to play racing games at a high level but I don't want you to ever have to tell anybody that you use a steering wheel attachment. I want you to be able to hide the fact that you're so into racing games, which I know you are, by putting a three-inch diameter steering wheel on your controller so you don't have to show your friends. It's perfect. It's the best controller that you're super embarrassed about having, uh, but you don't have to show anybody because from behind it looks... Kind of like a PlayStation controller, and uh, yeah, it'll blend in, and and that's that's really what I have to offer you today. I I have the best racing controller you can fit in exactly three inches, and also <laughs> the ability to not tell any of your friends that you have it. In this world where the DualShock controller never came out two yeah. months later, <laughs> what's what's remarkable about this, Matt, is you're right. I am such a huge racing fan. Racing game fan. Well, racing in general. I mean, I just, everyone. Yeah, big just, NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone knows is, that about time. Fucking love but the thing is, turn, turn left. Um, <laughs> but the thing about it is, I'm a huge fan, but I have been trying to hide it to the fact that, like, 
Andrew and Kyle probably didn't even know I'm such a huge fan, but you picked up on it. Right. And 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 you're going to help me mask it from the rest of the world. <laughs> and I appreciate that. By announcing it to our to our, our, our dedicated the fan of base out there. The thousands of listeners. On this non-denominational holiday, I want to non-denominationally celebrate your love of racing games with exactly three inches of plastic <laughs> jogging wheel. Because that truly no, no is more. the reason for the season. <laughs> oh. Every time you say three inches, Matt, I am waiting for the dick joke that to, that follows it. And it hasn't that's, happened that's, yet. That's lowbrow. We're above that. Yeah. Kyle, Are we? Kyle, it's it's enter in holiday season here. Okay. <laughs> This is the same Kyle that a minute ago said, I'm so horny for motion controls. So <laughs> we all were, Todd. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. The gaming yeah. community. We, we, all of us together. Yes. Um, you, know, you know what, guys? I'm, I'm sold. I'm all in on the vibration dimension with these, and I'm really into the wonderful gifts you've given me. Uh, there's got to be a game on the market that really shows off the power of these marvels of modern technology, right? So, so if you could, um, I mean, tell me just what popular game is just begging to be enhanced by your peripheral that you've brought today. Well, I feel like I got an easy answer here. Um, you know, like you don't get, I, if I haven't made it clear enough, there's no chainsaws in Resident Evil 4. You don't get a chainsaw. You never get a chainsaw. You don't unlock a chainsaw. It's not a code. You don't get one for beating the game. There's no DLC. You don't get any melee. You don't get a melee weapon at all. Um, so... Why don't we take the Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller and use it for a game where you get a chainsaw? Pretty, pretty novel idea. That seems, that seems insane. This, this sounds like a trap. Yeah. Um, so I think this could actually be kind of cool for Gears of War. So oh, yeah. somebody mentioned it earlier. And uh, I think like, so I, I did mention, I mentioned this earlier. All the reviews that I saw were not bad. They were just like, okay, this thing's a little clunky, but like you can get used to it. And I think like, specifically the image that I shared here was the GameCube one, which was made first um, when they re-released it for the PS2. The PS2 one actually makes a little more sense because the, the GameCube controller like, is just weird to begin with. So like the, the weird thing about the GameCube one is there are two handles the, on the chainsaw controller and you have like the L and R triggers make sense, but the Z, that little, whatever the Z trigger was that didn't work on the GameCube, <laughs> it just kind of sits there at the bottom like because it didn't know where to put it. But in the PS2 one, you've got your L2 and R2, and it makes sense, like, by the hand. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, fair enough. So I think two things. Putting this with Gears of War kind of makes sense. So get rid of the motion controls, at least for the, the whole aiming thing. That's dumb. But you actually get a chainsaw, and that's, like, your melee attack. So in Gears of War, you have, like, the main gun that you get is, uh, like, an assault rifle with, uh, with a chainsaw bayonet because it was, you know, 2008, and everyone <laughs> a chainsaw bayonet. And, uh, and... You're like when you would melee uh, a bad guy or you could do like a finishing move and like bring down the chainsaw. And this is really slow graphic. Like you see him just go like, and, you know, just 2008, whatever. It's a different time. Um, so I think like you could use that motion control and and like you could, you know, raise it above your head and really feel like you're chainsawing a alien or whatever. And, you know, you do that four times. And you feel cool. And then you you evolve to just like kind of flailing about like every motion control and then game you turn does. off you turn off the motion controls and use the finishing yeah, move exactly. like is this is this like skyward yeah. sword where yeah where exactly started, like skyward it started sword. out really really like everyone was yeah. like yeah yeah and then they're or, like yeah nah. but hour <laughs> day, day one of day one i'm standing control. up in my living room going like i'm link 
And then day two, I'm just like sitting on the couch. You're like, laying horizontal, uh, just like flipping uh, your wrist. <laughs> bumbling, 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 you know, that whole thing. So yeah, Gears of War, I think that would be fun. Um, the other thing is like, pair it with the Xbox 360 controller, which just as a controller makes more sense. Um, it's a little more conventional. Uh, you actually have the two, con- the two thumbsticks where they need to be. Yeah, I think, I think it could work. It could be a fun, novel concept that won't get in the way of playing a game that is also <laughs> 11 years old. Question for you, Andrew. Do you think that Nintendo will have the spine to Nintendo Labo a chainsaw? <laughs> um, I think Nintendo Labo, I think Nintendo Labo gives you the tools to make your own chainsaw. <laughs> so the question is, do you, Todd, have the spine? We're at most six months from a chainsaw mod to Nintendo Labo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've. Ha- are there any Resident Evil games on the Switch? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. They put all the PS4 uh-huh. remakes on the them, pieces on of the there. puzzle are there, boys. <laughs> let's just let's let's yeah. make this happen. Is it RE3 that's coming like in a couple of months? I I think is being yeah, released. That's PS. That's just PS4 though. The the new ones they're putting the the old. Sorry, when I said the PS4, I meant the the PS3 like HD remasters. Mm-hmm. So RE uh, RE1 remaster. And then um, I think they did the old PS PlayStation ports are on the Switch. Sure. So you can play the original two and three. And then um, you can play like Resident Evil Zero. But like, who wants to play that? <laughs> and I think RE4 is on there, too. I'd much rather w- play the one whose marketing revolved around a chainsaw controller, but didn't perform. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love that if the chainsaw controller were to come out in 2019, it would absolutely come with a download code for a chainsaw DLC that was only yep. cosmetic yeah. so that you would have a chainsaw yeah. <laughs> on your back that you could not use. And yeah. yep. that would raise the price of this controller by at least $15. Yeah. So, I mean, Kyle, like what this, this, this guitar that doesn't trigger me from, <laughs> from damage to my psyche a decade ago. Um, you know, tell me, tell me what, what game is just begging to be enhanced by this, this Cadillac of plastic clicky guitars. I mean, if you're gonna play Beatles Rock Band, there isn't a <laughs> worse I, choice. And I'm and I'm not <laughs> Kyle, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great for any any rhythm music game you choose to play in 2019, Todd. Um, you if if you're gonna play a music rhythm game, this is your controller for it. Um, and you know it does look nice if if. If you've got a Paul McCartney cosplay planned, um, <laughs> there are there are worse accessories to pick up for it. Other than that, I guess you could you could plug it in and see what other games you can play with a Guitar Hero controller and stream yourself doing that for for more views or or the lols yeah. or whatever you want to do. You certainly wouldn't be the first. Yeah, it's that's yeah. That's what I got. You just you you love rock band though, so it doesn't matter. You're gonna play. You're just gonna play all the rock band with your fancy new rock band guitar. I think I'm gonna play rock band with this, but replace the three instruments just with this guitar. So even if you're playing the drums, you're also just playing this guitar. <laughs> there you go. That's a good I mean, plan. It's, it's a decade later. We have we have we have the technology. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt. So you've given us this controller. That that has a, a small racing wheel attached to it, but it's not really a wheel. It's like a dial. Um, 
what what game is just begging to be enhanced by that? Oh boy, Todd, let me tell you. Uh, these other guys, they can only adapt their controllers to old games, but I, I, Todd, can adapt this controller to the not game of the year because it didn't win, but one of the best games of 2019 <laughs> that none of us have any interest in playing. The new driving and delivery simulator from Hideo Kojima, Death Stranding. <laughs> what, what could, oh my god. The only thing that I think could make that gameplay look and feel more clunky is, is a poorly like censored racing wheel the size of your palm. Yeah, three-inch diameter steering wheel, definitely. Isn't inventory management a good part of that game too? So like you can like click through your inventory, like their playlists on a very old iPod. <laughs> so, I mean, like, follow me. We all know that Death Stranding is exactly two things. And those two things, from everything I can come to understand, is watching cutscenes and driving places. I do not know anything else about the game. I read the way you don't drive, page. you walk. No, there are vehicles. You drive. I, you drive? I thought there's a little bit of driving. There, there are vehicles. Oh. I, I, I think you build, I think you through. work up to driving. I think yeah. you have to, like, build the. The roads and the cars. Yeah. Well, and how much more fun would it be to walk places <laughs> if you had to hold forward on the D-pad and then controlled yourself with a spin wheel? It'd be so much better, obviously. That's if, oh, if you could God. drive everywhere with a three-inch diameter steering wheel that you use with your thumbs. It's like thumb wrestling <laughs> yourself. It's so much fun. Um, so, listen, like... This this controller has a D-pad, it has a steering wheel, and then it has your four buttons. And so I figure, knowing that Death Stranding is like 23 hours of cutscenes and three hours of deliveries, then you can <laughs> click X with this controller, and you can use the little spin dial for your deliveries. It's This controller is perfect for Death Stranding, a game which I have never and will never play, I'm certain. I love that your answer was you answered Todd's question, but also mostly tried to piss off any Death Stranding fans listening to this podcast. <laughs> Kyle, I didn't try to piss off anybody. I just stated yeah. facts. Yeah, all all five of them can just chill. <laughs> Name? Do you know? Okay, this is a weird thing. How many people in real life do you know have played this game? Um, like every games journalist who I listen to podcasts are screaming about real, it because real human person you've met. Not I. Not I can one. say I can say two. Wow, that's two more than I can. Yeah, may I can maybe I think I think of may one maybe I don't remember if he got it or not, but yeah. Todd, I know more people who know what a jogging wheel is than I know who have played <laughs> Death Stranding. Yeah, um, that's yeah. saying something. It, it feels like it's people that had to play it for a reason, like for their job. Yes, like the journalist that you just referenced. I think I think mm -hmm. you're right. It's a game for. It it's the the like overly heady art house yeah. movie of games. It's it's the game for people who like to think about games, but not actually yeah. is fun to play in any <laughs> the game way. for people that don't have that don't like to have fun while they play games. <laughs> it's the game for people who call movies films. That's what it is. That is that's <laughs> it is the game that's for people first time who I've call movies films. This is that's not even the first episode I've said that in, but it's still true. Yeah. I heard something like, I don't remember where it was, where it was like, it's the Barton Fink of games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's very good. Don't mind me while I, while I Google Barton Fink real quick. <laughs> okay, that's my answer. 
That's all there I've got. Go. Death Stranding is the answer. Favorite. It's Death cuts. Standing. Death Stranding isn't the answer. That's not a <laughs> sentence that anyone has ever said. <laughs> it's like if you've ever just like made up a word as a child to be like, I've said something no one else has said. The sentence Death Stranding is the answer is the sentence that no one else has ever said. Well, all right. Um, I've got another question for you boys. And so before we take a break for a special message, I'm going to go ahead and ask you today's super secret bonus question. So lately I've gotten really into speedrunning. And for those who don't know, speedrunners, they find every advantage to push the limits of games they play in an attempt, you know, to try and optimize their strategies. So guys, this is breaking news. You probably haven't heard it yet. The speedrunning community has decided that your controller is now the preferred medium for Super Mario 64 on any percent speedruns. <laughs> and so, so first off, I need to know, why did they choose your controller? Why is it the preferred speedrunning controller? And how does that work? And so with that, we will be right back. Hi, it's me, Kyle. No left trigger, right trigger ad this week. I just wanted to take this time to thank everyone for listening to us for another year um, and uh, wishing you a happy holiday season. And we're excited for what we've got in store for season three, and we hope you give us another year. Thank you. And we are back. So, guys, again, um, the speedrunning community, they have decided that your controller is now the preferred medium for the Super Mario 64 any percent speedruns. And so... Naturally. Yeah, yeah oh, of course. It, it didn't come as a surprise. It just kind of came out of nowhere. We're like, oh, of course, duh. And so my questions for you are, why did they choose your controller and how does this work? So we'll go ahead and kick it off to Andrew. Well, I'll tell you guys this. If there's one thing that we learned from Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, and then later Super Mario Odyssey, it's that motion controls definitely work with a Mario game. <laughs> did we learn that? <laughs> we did. Um, so, when, and while like motion controls were kind of like off to the side and like didn't really get in the way, we're going to really double down on those motion controls and, and, <laughs> and make it and make sure they get in the way. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that they really just, they really just stick in there. Um, so, you know, you're going to flip the, and, and I realized um, somebody said it earlier, but I realized that Kyle and I, both of our controllers are basically flipping it to activate star power. <laughs> Except for when you flip mine, it just makes a noise. Um, so <laughs> you're going to take the, the GameCube, the, the, the now GameCube controller. And uh, while it's like totally could function as a controller and you could definitely play Mario 64 on that controller as is, um, we're going to kind of tweak it. And every time you go flip the star power, that's when Mario jumps. Oh, no. <laughs> and you do so much jumping in that game. You have to flick it. You just have to flick your chainsaw every time you want to make Mario jump. And the reason we've done this, and, and I'll explain why this is so big in the speedrunning community, is because it's all about saving the frames, right? <laughs> so you want to you want to save the frames and and inputting all of those things. Like it takes a lot of time to press two buttons, but if you can press a button while you're flipping, that's basically half the time, right? So that's like that's like if every button press is a half a second, then how many times do you press jump in a Mario game? That's like a million seconds that you're, you're shaving you're off. Not, you're not of your ever time. not 
pressing the jump button in a Mario exactly. game. So every time you were pressing the jump button, you could be running and flipping and moving all at the same time. Hence, speed run. <laughs> Does it make that noise every time you jump? Most times. No, that's the, that's the start button, Todd. That, don't, oh, get it that's, right. That's right. Well, I, so, that's probably So if you're doing a too. proper speed run, you won't be pausing much, so you won't be hearing the... Well, you, in, unless you have to, like, pause, like, do that pause trick where you, yep. like, try to glitch out the game by yep, pausing. and you, you certainly do. <laughs> bump the controller back and forth. Man, that's such a bad controller. <laughs> All right, Kyle, why did the speedrunning community choose your uh, your Paul McCartney limited edition Beatles rock band guitar? <laughs> mostly, mostly for the wow factor, Todd, but also because um, how you jump with the guitar is way better than how you jump with the um, chainsaw, chainsaw controller. controller. So... Um, it's the, not better. It's just a different way of doing so it. So the the guitar controller um, controls are going to have mapped to it your directional buttons up on oh, the no. neck. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So the first four buttons are going to be your up, down, left, right. Oh, um, and they're beside each other. With your, with your B... <laughs> with your B button as that fifth that fifth uh one you have to reach with your pinky so any fireballs or items you're going to use you're going to have to reach with your pinky while you're using your directional Oh buttons. this sounds miserable. And you're going to you're going to jump your jump is going to be uh, assigned to the the like strumming key so like that's how you'll jump yes. cuz you're jumping a lot in Mario so like it'll be like you're really playing a guitar <laughs> but controlling Mario. Well, and it's it's very intuitive because you're flicking up. Yeah, right? exactly. Which like While Mario goes up, so like, it totally it, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And then um, the the star power motion activation is going to be your like your ground pound, your your butt thwomp mm. move. That's going to be yeah. your star power, and and then like you know you you hit start on the guitar like a normal controller because it's a normal controller with a start button that doesn't make a stupid chainsaw noise every time you need to pause the game. <laughs> so that'll stay the same. Um but mostly your your directional buttons being the the four, the first four colored buttons on the guitar neck is the the main takeaway here. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, and you'll still have to spend 15 minutes getting it cal- getting the light oh, calibrated oh. before you start to make sure the timing is right with your guitar. This is like this is a dream of like a speedrunning community <laughs> charity benefit stream where they're like, "All right, yeah. we're we have the world's best Super Mario 64 game player and we're going to make him play today using Oh, the fans voted and someone donated $1,000. The Paul McCartney controller. It's definitely like the theme, you, like a themed event for like charity or something. It's like like the like rock. You guys realize this is a thing, right? Yeah, like, this would be. You're, yeah, just, des- you're just describing awesome games done quick. They do this every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like this is a very specific thing. No, I mean, there's somebody who will play who will either like beat Dark Souls with a dance pad. Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs> do you like or beat like uh i don't know like tekken with a guitar like it's a thing yeah but the the directional buttons are side by side and that's special <laughs> and bad 
That's very bad. All right. Um, Matt, why, so we've got two strong contenders. Why did the speedrunning community decide <laughs> that your abomination is the thing that they need? Uh, well, Todd, everybody knows that speedrunning is all about moving all the time. You're always moving. Nobody ever stops when they're speedrunning. So we are, uh, we're going to take this controller and we're just going to, we're going to like trick the controller mapping into thinking Mario's always moving forward. Always. Mario is always running 100% of the time. Then you just control what direction he goes with the little, the three inch diameter steering wheel. Yeah. So like, think of it this way. Mario is always moving. Always. 100% of the time. And you've got full control of where he's going with the left hand. And then the right hand, you can, you can jump, you can use all the other buttons. I mean, do whatever you need to do with your right hand, but you've got such perfect control over Mario that like all of those ice slide levels in the the penguin level like think of how much easier that would be if you had a steering wheel that you could pinch with two fingers as opposed to using the (laughs) shitty n64 joystick that breaks really easily when you play Mario 64 you don't want to hold forward on that flimsy joystick for the 15 hours it takes you to beat that game I have no idea what the speed run of 64 takes but uh, you don't want to hold that joystick forward the whole time. Just he's always running, and then you just control what direction he goes. And you know, like I said earlier, you can turn off the the force feedback, so you just like set exactly which angle you want Mario to run at, and then you just <laughs> let go of the dial, and he goes that way. It's perfect. I'm just imagining you've broken the controller so much that he's just frantically sprinting. Like there's never, and knowing knowing that there are certainly parts where you have to like tiptoe on a ledge or jump at the like frame perfect moment no screaming (laughs) forward mario well and those those tiptoeing on a ledge parts were always super difficult because you had to use the flimsy n64 joystick and (laughs) like far inferior joystick (laughs) exactly and try and move forward with the joystick but also like stay close enough to the edge that you don't accidentally knock yourself off so imagine if you were just running forward and you could just crank that steering wheel into the wall and he'll just like bang himself into the wall the whole way down the ledge. It's perfect. <laughs> like the NASCAR games that I love to play so much. Yeah. <laughs> All games are racing games if you have a steering wheel. Are they? <laughs> yes. Are, are, are they, they not? They are not. Okay. Um, it's... You've been in my living room for like an hour yelling at me about your presence, and I just, I really just need you to put bows on these. Todd, Please we need just... to resync the guitars again. Mine's acting oh funny. God. <laughs> um, can, can just give me a quick like summarization of of your gift you brought me and why it's better than the other two. All right, what if instead of firing a gun with the chainsaw, the chainsaw fired a gun that shoots chainsaws? Is that better? It's not worse. <laughs> not it doesn't answer different. Todd's question either, though. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to workshop the next version of this controller? <laughs> I rest my case. It's a crossbow, but with yeah. chainsaws. <laughs> and the game that you're describing me, is it a controller that shoot that, that is going to shoot these things, but it's not really going to be in the game anyway? Is that what you're going to do again? The defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn? Oh, yeah, it it's is. you. Okay, so the reason this this plastic guitar modeled after Paul McCartney's bass is the best controller you got today, Todd, is one, 
your love of the Beatles and the game franchise rock band. So I know you're excited to receive this guitar. Two, I know you can't actually play guitar. So this is like a good second option of just like it's basically guitar. You can, it's basically yeah, the same. It's basically well, yeah. a guitar. You still get to like look cool and carry around a guitar, but you can plug it in and like play along to to actual Beatles songs and everyone will think you're cool like Matt's touring guitar hero band from 2009. <laughs> we were very cool. Um, um, H, H and D. H and D. Hump them and dump them, baby. <laughs> and thirdly, um, it's it's a big plastic guitar that costs a lot of money, so you're never going to want to quite get it away, get get rid of it. Um, so you you won't be contributing to um, the ever growing uh, landfill problem that is consuming the the world actually <laughs> based upon guilt i'll just keep it forever well yes exactly yeah and and forever is literally there because it's plastic and will never decompose yep well todd let me let me wrap this up for you by saying that in the year of our non-denominational lord 2019 <laughs> tiny things are really in right now you got tiny houses instagram is full of those tiny cooking videos so I posture you this, Todd. Why not a tiny steering wheel? Three inches in diameter. It's all you need. Tiny steering wheel. Best steering tiny wheel. Tiny wheel. Tiny wheel. Tiny wheel. We're not doing, we're not doing that. <laughs> the name of this episode is Three Inches is All You Need. Oh, God. All right. Um, I've, I've got to decide which two of these I'm actually going to return to the store and make my mother cry. Um, <laughs> while I think about everything that has happened here, uh, go ahead and say nice things about each other's shitty gifts. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Kyle, your gift made all of us feel so many feelings. <laughs> now I will say none of them were good feelings, but they were certainly feelings. And I can't think of, yeah, the, just like, the the Beatles rock band experience in general was a huge letdown to begin with. <laughs> Very middling. Like so, like if you just like went all in, was like, I want the full Beatles rock band experience. You are not gonna come out of that happy. Mm-mm. Oh man, I I looked. I even looked, and um, I was only pulling upon my own experience, so I only did the guitar. Apparently, there was sure. a more expensive limited edition bundle you could get that had like oh. a Beatles branded drum set. That looked like more a more real drum set too. That um, yikes is also terrible. Yeah, who is that for? <laughs> um, who is it for? <laughs> and and again, this was at the end of the the rock band fad, not the beginning. So like, yeah, if you were buying the the full Beatles bundle, you really missed the boat. You sure did. Um, there. It, what what kind of like I can't wrap my brain around is the money that you would spend on that like limited edition controller guitar controller is like that's the cost of a normal guitar yeah <laughs> yeah like you could buy your kid a you know a, a fender a fender squire and yeah and a month's worth of guitar yeah. lessons for that point, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that price point and like right. you'd still end up with a guitar in the back of a closet somewhere which is what i imagine 19 year old kyle is like okay um <laughs> but it is insert holiday here so um we're gonna we're gonna stay positive and, and speaking of positivity matt hey 
you uh you brought you came in swinging with a controller that is basically the way that I adjust the volume on my <laughs> on my speakers. Um, holy hell, did you come in swinging? Uh, that controller looks like absolute dog shit. And uh, when, when you were when you were when you were setting up for that long play there, I was like, "Where's he going with this?" Um, yeah, that wow, well done. Um, you found. A very bad controller for a very good set of games. And uh, I, I never want to see that again in my entire life. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, what I, what I appreciate about the um, chainsaw controller is it's from that time when, like, the pre-buy bundles were very yeah. much a thing. You know, you'd, if you bought Halo 3 early, you got the, like, the Master Chief, like fully helmet. articulated it was, it was yeah the helmet the height of the height of ebay the yeah. height the of halo eBay. the halo 3 master chief helmet that's still sitting in my guest the bedroom. height the height of oh shit of i forgot you had that game room man cave garbage yep. and this <laughs> con- combines that with a controller that makes an audible noise every time you try and do a basic function of any game. Yeah. Um, which is just, it's a very specific, special kind of terrible. And I didn't think of all the ramifications of how awful that controller was until you put it up for, for scrutiny in this uh, episode. And it's, it's really bad. Because again, you had to pay... What was it? One hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Before you bought, before anyone could play and review the game to make sure it was actually a good game. It wasn't a collector's edition thing. Like you didn't get the game with it. Oh, you just got the controller. <laughs> you just oh got my the God. controller too. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! It was like the box was branded RE4, and it was like the thing was branded RE4, but it wasn't a con- collector's edition. You just, you just <laughs> got the fucking controller. Again, for like a game that doesn't have a chainsaw in it. <laughs> oh, it's it's so bad in all the best ways. Um, and then Matt, your controller, it 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 looks like a McDonald's toy. Like it's it's it looks it, you can tell in the pictures it's very cheaply made. It's trying to solve a problem no one at the time had, which was like. Either you were fine playing racing games with a controller or you had the like giant plastic wheel set up like enough people had the plastic wheel that you could like easily try that out before you commit to buying it. So it's like the 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 bad wheel with the cheaply made controller all coming out like. At the same time, Sony just released the perfect game controller ever anyway. Like, the DualShock hasn't been updated since 1998, (laughs) except (laughs) very minor changes. Yeah. Yeah. And this controller came out at the same time and is just bad. And, And it's, again, just another very special kind of bad that we all had to deal with in 1998. And the worst part is I can see yours being given as a gift much more realistically than than Andrew's. Like so a lot of kids got a PlayStation and this garbage controller Christmas yeah. morning in 1998. 
rich kids got hours, poor kids got nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and like, and also to add in, like, there ha- aside from the racing controllers that are over the top, like with a gas pedal and a giant steering wheel, like there yeah. hasn't been many bones thrown to racing games at this point in time. No. So it was like, oh no, this will help. <laughs> it did. But playing playing with an analog, I mean, playing with the analog analog stick is perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. There's change uh, that. like like Kyle said, this was to solve a problem no one had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Andrew, I I have to say that you brought the only controller to this episode and the last episode combined that I actually wanted when I was 12. Um, (laughs) I very distinctly remember being in GameStop in my local mall thinking that controller is so cool and edgy, even though I was way too scared to play Resident Evil 4 at the time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. It looks rad as hell. Like, I won't, I'll give it that. Like, it looks really cool. It has its own unique blood spatter on it. Like, (laughs) every blood spatter. Yeah, which, like, man, now that I've worked in haunted houses for so long, I know that there was somebody on a production line with, like, a red paintbrush and a wall of chainsaw controllers just splattering (laughs) red paint at the wall. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, God, what a terrible idea. There's just nothing about that controller that makes it worth $150 other than how it looks cool. Um, and that hurts me in my heart and my wallet. The, the, cl- the, the clinch pin is always for a game that you couldn't <laughs> wield a chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Um, yeah. And then Kyle, holy smokes, man. Was I really into guitar hero? Um, I was definitely not, <laughs> you, you were, yeah, I definitely, like, I wasn't even really that into rock band. I was on the guitar hero side of things, but, um, I just rhythm gaming was such a big deal in my life. And, um, yeah, I forgot that these super expensive controllers existed cause they weren't made any better. Like they were all the same cheap plastic no. as the ones that came with the game. They just yeah. looked different yeah. and they cost four times as much. If it was like a wood body with the like controls inlaid, I might have kept it because that would have been cool. But like it was the same plastic as every other Guitar Hero guitar. Do you uh, do you guys think that Matt's band like they practice with the normal controllers, but they would have toured with the Beatles ones? I absolutely refuse to answer that. Uh, I, I just I like. I loved rhythm gaming so much in 2007 through 2010. (laughs) And then as I looked back on it in like 2012, when, you know, at the fraternity house one day, somebody unearthed the Guitar Hero guitar from one of the closets. I was like, guys, let's play Guitar Hero tonight. And I immediately was like, oh, no, this shit sucks. Uh It's it's karaoke that more people can do at once. Like, I get that party aspect of it. But man, that was such a very specific time. And then just, I mean, the the absolute horror and anxiety. And also, like, I just, I I can't even put into words the feeling of, like, the start of the party when they're like, all right, we have to sync the guitars. And there's this huge (laughs) argument about who the best person is. And then you get picked and you stand in the middle of the room in a circle of your friends just going, dink, (laughs) dink, 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 dink. And knowing that, like, if you mess up, everyone's going to see it. But it's so easy. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I don't ever want to talk about it again. So not thank you for doing that to us today. Guys, 
you've brought me three pieces of trash. I can't tell you. You are gonna this leave is, my house, and these are going oh immediately in the garbage. Yeah, I've I've thrown I've thrown all of them away already. Actually, um, they're so bad for so for such special reasons. Like it's three different competitions of bad, and so um, I'm gonna say the chainsaw controller wins because <laughs> it's it's and and I wanna I wanna explain this because it's so specifically bad. Like, it's specifically <laughs> bad in design. It's specifically bad for all the reasons they put so much effort into making it good. And then it's specifically bad because it didn't stick the landing. And I think that's what makes that the, the worst option. Now, I love the fact that Kyle's was just an expensive skin on something that already existed. <laughs> and no one needed. And it definitely, like, preyed on parents. Like that yeah. was yep. Kyle's Kyle's peripheral was like predatory on parents for sure. Also, I'm so angry thinking about sinking guitars. <laughs> We've already lived that too many times. The, so I'm going to move like, past the it. The genuine reaction when I brought up the specific act of doing it mm-hmm. was made like that was my victory. <laughs> I, oh. I won today because you got deep. so upset. And, and Matt, Yours looks so bad. It's so bad. I, I too, like the other guys, didn't look at it until you started talking. And then I looked it up, and I know that I made a, a physical reaction to, like, this can't be real. This controller with a bottle cap in the middle that you have to spin as a steering wheel. Um, no one asked for that to exist, and the fact that they made it is just, like, it's unfathomable it's so ridiculous again it's just it's the like the design by committee like no one mm. who no one involved in the making of this controller played a racing no. game no in their life definitely not <laughs> no or at least not bef- not before like the 15 minute demo they played to like play a racing game it's it's so bad and i love it the the D-pad doesn't even look like it like is sized right for the part of the controller yeah. it's on. Like it's too small for that yeah. space, so it looks like you nailed it with it looks like a McDonald's yep. toy. Yeah. What was I? I was trying to think. There, there's an older controller that that had a dial wheel, and it was the fucking um, the, the Philips the, CDI. The Philips CDI. Yup. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was a remote control with a with a dial on it. That was your controller. Like select one through nine by spinning through the options. Oh, yeah. Garbage machine that was. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's going to be a wrap for today's episode. (laughs) Now that we're all just going down this dark, dark hole of terrible controllers. Um, So I wanted to say thanks for uh, thanks. Jesus. All right. So we want to say thanks. Thanks, for listening. Jesus. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Non-denominational no. Jesus. Didn't stick the landing. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening in to Debate This. Follow along with our argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast. And check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can hear our nerdy, dumb show. Until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Andrew. Say it ain't so. Henderson. I'm Kyle. Guys, we need to re- seriously need to resync these guitars. It's the <laughs> leg. It's not me, I swear. Harper. Uh, and I'm Matt. We'll see you all in debate this season. Three inches is all you need. Cole. Uh. <laughs>
saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> Three inches is all you need.